Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. And that is actually the analogy of what ha- what would happen though from a defense standpoint. Yeah. Welcome back to old school. We're getting back into the offensive line talk with Jay Foreman. We want to find out how you would build this offensive line. Yeah, because as a guy who lined up on the head on the head of some of the best centers in history, right? Like you had to face guys, and then the and, and the conversa- conversation that happens before snap. So all the pre-snap reads and all the pre-snap, you know moving around and, and, and false calls and fake yeah. fake calls. What he's gotta be oh a good I mean, it starts with the center, but the center, you know, doesn't have to be Remington or somebody Dominic Rayola as far as we're superior dom you know, really, really dominant in in all that. What he has to be is the ultimate leader, the tempo setter the person that's going to hold everybody accountable, he has to earn everybody's respect first and foremost by his work ethic and and him knowing all the all the calls and then he has to perform also. You can't know everything and then be garbage. You know, you got you know, <laughs> so, so you got to be you got to be good, you got to be the first one there. You got to be able you got to be a leader that you can't be a guy that's quiet and it can't be it's got to be we Everything that has to be said, and this is just my opinion, it, this goes for the whole team. We. We. This is what we have to do. Top to bottom. And all, and I mean top to bottom from the, te- the very, very top. I don't know who the pecking order, whether it's from the president to the chancellor to the eight, all the way down. We, what we have to do, all the way down to the person that shuts the lights off, the last person out of the stadium, lock and step. Now, how that goes with the offensive line, so we'll get back to that, it's we. Because – you're only as good as say your weakest link, but your weakest link isn't a weak link if everybody's pulling together. You have got to be like a pack of wolves, so you got to move in unison. But it starts with that guy, okay? And you got to know what you're doing. You got to be good. Um, you got to be a leader. You got to be accountable. You got to be tough. Um, you got to be smart. You got to be everything that you need as a football player because that sets the tone everywhere. You got to be a CEO, so you got to be able to kind of push this person like this this person like that, and you're the center, and I don't care who else is out there on the offensive line, you're that dude. You also, you're, you're, know, you're that dude. You also know what your teammates' strengths and weaknesses are. You, you got to like, know. You know the dude next to you, what he does well. You know what? When it comes to this kick step, he's going to be late. Like, he's going to be off balance. Yeah, so you got to know that. You gotta, I, gotta I mean, if you don't butt, know, right? you're, it's, you, offensive lines are generally – Really, really close. Their families that they know things about each other that maybe even like their significant others don't, you know, because you spend so much time together. They're very protective of each other, very behind the scenes. So you have to know everything. And and the center needs to be lock and step with the with their their coach, Coach Rayola, in the sense of he has to have a tremendous amount of trust that he can lead this unit if he's not on the sideline. So if he's calling, and I don't know how they're going to do it, but just say if he's calling up to the, you know, upstairs. He has to be able to articulate what just happened, either looking at the the video to him so they can make adjustments at times within a minute because you might be back out there. 
And so, you know, center is the most important position, and then, you know, everything kind of flows out from there. But a lot of it depends on health, where guys are going to go. Does Turner kick in and try to play guard, or does he play tackle? Um, how much does Brent Banks step up, you know, throughout the whole summer? As he has, has a great summer. Nori has to have, have a great summer, fall camp and all that. The emergence of Williams and all these other – I mean, there's a lot of guys in the mix, and it's actually a good um, problem to have. But I'm assuming within the first couple of weeks of camp, ideally with everybody being healthy, you'd want to, you know, have some stuff established. And if, say, like Brent Banks steps up and really lives, you know, that life up to his potential, then you don't have to press so much to have Teddy back by the first game because he'd be coming back from a major knee injury well before, like, if they'd usually say a year, right? So the year would be to when the Michigan game was last year. And I don't even know when that is, right? So – um, it, it would allow you some a grace period, and it would allow you some. Then that would build, you know, um, not only continuity but competition. But then you'd be building, you know, a strong offensive line unit, and it would just seep through the you know the other positions. So, uh, um, from what I see, or you know, the little that I see and I hear, I think they're you know headed in the right direction. Look, you're not gonna go for you fans. You're not gonna go in the portal and get you know. Stepnoski out of there or something <laughs> like that. So listen, these guys that are on the team have got to play well. Look, you're you're at Nebraska, okay? At the end of the day, nobody, nobody, you know, I would tell them like nobody cares what happened last year. So even if you had a good year last year, I don't really care. What I care about is what you what you're doing now since I became the head coach. That's what I got to deal with because I've been a part of like defensive units and having a and then you have a new defensive coordinator, right? And so, yes, they come in with kind of like a little bit of a playbook on you. But it's your job that they got to coach you in real time. And that's how you really make a difference in your career because you're getting an opportunity. You're, you're, they're not able to come in and bring in 15 new offensive line and then jettison the 15 that were here before. So you have a chance to, you know, break the perception and make the reality of what, what you are as a player. If, you, if you've been waiting for an opportunity to play when you think you should have been playing, the time is now. If you think – or if you think or you thought that you were as good or better than a player that was playing at 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 times, the time is now. And it's a great position to be in, even though there's a ton of pressure, because there is no excuse. Because if you're from Podunk, Oklahoma, or Crete, Nebraska, or uh, where, wherever, and you're good, you're going to play. And um, so, you know, a lot of times that doesn't happen. So, you know, where you got to kind of, I want to say wait your turn, but there's a guy that they feel comfortable with or, or established, then you got to kind of do wait your turn or only play a little bit. So if you really want it, you it, it's it's there for the taking, you know. It, it's going to be interesting, and we'll, we'll throw the break. We'll come back. Jay, I'll ask you this, and I'll give you time to think about it. This offensive line, there's three ways that they can play this, this, this season, and, and the focus is important. Run first, pass first, combo. <laughs> What's the focus? We'll yeah. get that when we come back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.